This month, the podcast is sponsored by Dame, the award-winning sustainable period products company. Dame's mission is to make periods positive, making sustainable options that are better for us and the planet. Dame launched the world's first reusable tampon applicator made with self-sanitizing technology and tampons that are 100% organic cotton, as well as toxin and plastic free. Because of this, 80% of Dame's customers have reported less irritation, less cramping and shorter and lighter periods after three cycles. But if tampons aren't your thing, then they've got you covered with their reusable pads, which are thinner, drier, softer and greener than any of the disposable options. What's crazy is 1.3 billion disposable tampon applicators are thrown away in the UK every year and a pack of single-use pads has up to four plastic bags worth of plastic in them. Dame's concept is so simple and it's high time we all do our bit to save the planet and use less plastic. Since launching their reusable applicator, Dame have avoided over 12 million single-use applicators being thrown away and counting. Beyond their products, Dame are also working hard to make the world a better place for those who bleed with body and mind empowerment, ending period shame through starting and normalizing conversations. So go and give them a follow on Instagram at Dame for Good to find out more. So if you're keen to give Dame's products a try, and we highly recommend that you do, then we've kindly been given a discount code for 25% off their products. Just head to www.wearedame.co and use code RECOS25. All details are in the show notes. Between the pages. I'm Jess and I'm Lauren and we're the pals behind Book Crackers. This is the podcast where we chat all things books and just about everything in between. And it is time to discuss the books that have been everywhere in summer 2022. There are some fabulous newly released books to discuss full of travel, romance and everything you'd want in a summer read. And these are all books that should definitely be packed in your suitcase if you're going away. Lauren, haven't we mm. timed this episode perfectly recording in a heatwave? Some might say perfectly, some might say it was a rookie error. It was. I am a puddle. I am wearing clothes, although it doesn't look like. No, I'm you not look wearing naked, clothes. Right? What are you talking about? I'm wearing a bikini top and pants. <laughs> I'm wearing a summer dress with no bra. I am wearing pants. But um, I've been wearing this to work all day to all of my calls. And it's a really big, oversized summer dress. Like, it's not really one appropriate for work calls. It comes down very low and it's too big for me. So the sleeves keep dropping and I keep (laughs) nip slipping. (laughs) And then like, (laughs) but like just like catching my boo before the nip slip happens. Um, But, you know, it's all fun and games. It should be a thing that we don't have to be on cameras when it's this hot. Oh yeah. Yeah. I might I might just start enforcing it. Yeah. Or they're gonna get me in my pants from a bikini. Or a nip slip. Or a nip. Oh, they're so lucky. (laughs) Um anyway, I thought we should also maybe just like give people a little heads up about the bad news of August. Oh man. Oh yeah, I don't know why I said oh man. I'm actually quite (laughs) looking forward to it. (laughs) Book Records is going on a podcast summer holiday which doesn't mean that you're coming to and that we were going to record it. It means that there are no episodes in August. I'm very sorry. Peace out. 
See ya. We just record every week. You know, we're busy. I'm away. Lauren's away. There's weddings and work and it's a busy time. And you know what? More than anything, I need to read. (laughs) There's also that. I need to read some books so that we've got fresh content to talk about. Because I am a little bit behind on my TBR. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just going to spend the next... It's only four weeks, just a month. I spend the next four weeks reading. Hitting that TBR. Yeah, nice. She says, famous Southwest. Yeah, it's too hot. It's actually too hot to read today. Mm, It's like suffocating, isn't it? Yeah. But Um, on that note, we've got some books that are perfect for reading in warm weather. (laughs) Just Yeah, but when you're on holiday and you've got air con or, you know, you're out in the garden and there's a breeze. Yeah, you've got no breeze in in this flat. There's not. No. Yeah. But there is an episode coming up you next week, which will close off July. So you've got one more episode to look forward to. And then the first episode back in September is going to be about a highly anticipated release. And I'll say no more. So cruel. Oh, maybe we should do a question box on stories. And if they guess the book, then oh. we'll do a reveal. We'll reveal. Some, some yeah. Kind. Okay. Play the game, guys. Let's do this. Let me make a note that was something I've agreed to do. Well done. <laughs> Love that. Okay. So today's episode is Books of Summer 2022. So if you're an avid follower of the pod, you'll know we did an episode on this last summer as well. Um, so if you haven't already and you want more summer echoes, go and give that episode a listen. We covered some awesome books, including Malibu Ride- Rising by Taylor Jenkins Reid, Sunset by Jesse Cave, Paper Palace by Miranda Cowley. Hella and Seven Days in June by Tia Williams. Oh, and Songs in Asa Major. Shit, me. That was a great episode. So yeah. many good books in there. Bit greedy, wasn't it? Bit greedy. Um, um, where shall we start 2022's episode then? Well, as you were on holiday a few weeks back, I feel like you should kick us off, set the tone. Because I feel like maybe some of them you actually read on holiday. Yeah, two of the ones I'm bringing to this I read on holiday. So I can confirm that they are holiday reads. Okay, and I will start us off with which for um okay, I'm gonna go for Book Lovers by Emily Henry. She has written two books previously. They're called Beach Read and You and Me on Vacation, although it really has a different name in the US. Um, oh, what is it in the US? I think in the US it's people we meet on, voc- on vacation. Interesting. Yeah. But as you can like sentences as book titles. They like knew. it. They like it. Um, as you can tell from just those titles alone, she is the queen of the summer read. Hello, one of them is called Beach Read. Um, but I haven't actually read either. <laughs> but I was keen to read book lovers for obvious reasons, and that is the title. Yeah, yeah, sure. Was it actually bookish, though? Yes, Ooh, it was. Um, and I'll drop the snop and you'll see why. Um, so Nora is a cutthroat literary agent at the top of her game. Her whole life is books. Charlie is an editor with a gift for creating bestsellers, and he's Nora's work nemesis. Nora has been through enough breakups to know she's the women men date before they find their happy ever after. That's why Nora's sister has persuaded her to swap her desk in the city for a month's holiday in Sunshine Falls, North Carolina. It's a small town straight out of a romance novel. But instead of meeting sexy lumberjacks, handsome doctors or cute bartenders, Nora keeps bumping into Charlie. She's no heroine. He's no hero. So can they take a page out of an entirely different book? Oh, so I see. 
they they both work in publishing then yes and as Got a result you. you learn so much about the process oh, but cool. there's also loads of book references throughout like Wuthering Heights and Gone Girl okay so Ooh. rangy there Love that. Um, and the opening is great it talks about that trope of small town romance how man leaves the man leaves the mean city woman who mm. wears makeup and wears athleisure and like has a big high-flying job for <laughs> the cutesy hometown girl that he falls okay. in love with when he happens Got, to yeah. a small town we love to see it. i love sweet home alabama which is like where he's with a spoon falls back in love with a high school sweetheart spoiler and yeah. In this, Nora is that villainous city woman. She's had like two or three men go to a small town and then literally leave her for a small town woman. Ah, it's like it actually- kind of reminds me of Beth O'Leary's new book. Um, hmm. shit, what's it called? The No Show. The No Show and how one of them was like small town girl working in a charity shop and the other one, was it Siobhan? Yeah, true, was like, they were really different. High power, wears lots of makeup and power suits, you know? Yes, but I guess the difference in that is that, like, Nora keeps being dumped for the same reason. She was like, I know this is a oh, bookish trope, but it actually happens to me in my real life. Later. It's my life. Yeah. Um, also, can we just talk about the fact that her name is Nora? Because... Who was it we were interviewing on our pod recently who said that originally her character was going to be called Nora, but she had to change the name because there are so many book characters called Nora at the moment. Intriguing. Well, this Nora is named after Nora Ephron. Oh, I like that. I like her already. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I dreamt that. Maybe you dreamt that. I thought somebody could Maybe you thought this that. because you kept reading books with Noras. Maybe. You were Maybe. like, stop it with the Noras. Um, but no, see, another like nod to great things um but yeah so basically then she kind of lives it because she goes to a small town and she's like for god's sake and her sister's like you need the small town experience you need to hook up with a lumberjack come on and that like so it's all a kind of play on that trope but it's very believable very readable perfect for book lovers surprise surprise Mm um yeah and i just think for summer wisdom actually do you know what slight gripe with this book I was a fool, Lauren. This day on holiday, we walked slightly further to lounge on sun lounges that were by the sea rather than the pool. Yeah. And I took this book with me being like, oh, I've got 200 pages left. Like, I think we're going to come back for lunch. So I don't need to take another book. Oh, no. Absolute dickhead. Rookie I era. finished it and then I had to walk in 40 degrees like we're currently in. So you can get a yeah. real vivid picture of that. Um, uphill, oh, go back and get another book because it was so good. I read it so quickly and I finished it. <laughs> rookie era it says you right right really for reading so fast it was the book so hi reco for summer off you go um that was to all the listeners off you go but also <laughs> lauren off you go because now it's your off you go crack on bring me um, a summer of 2022 book lauren so the this book has summer in the title so need i say more it's obviously already mm-hmm. meets the criteria yep. it's called the summer i turned pretty by jenny han which has also just been adapted by prime and did she write not that i've watched it um but all the, to all the boys i've all loved before oh yeah oh yeah okay and i that's the reason i've read it because right I really like the series All the Boys I've Loved Before. Admittedly, I've not read the book and I don't care to because I've already watched the series. So I feel like I know what happens, mm. um, which is why this time around I've read 
the book before watching the series. Um, so here's the blurb. One girl, two boys. Sounds a bit rude, doesn't it? And the summer that changed <laughs> everything. Like two girls, like two one girls one girl. one <laughs> It's not that vibe at all. Um, every year, Isabel spends a perfect summer at her favourite place in the world, the Fisher family's beach house. It has everything a girl could want, a swimming pool, a private stretch of sandy beach and two very cute boys. Unavailable, aloof Conrad, who's who she's been in love with for forever. Friendly, relaxed Jeremiah, the only one who's ever really paid her any attention. But this year, something is different. This year, the boys seem to notice Isabel for the first time. It's going to be an amazing summer and one she'll never forget. That sounds fab, was it? Yeah, I mean, it was such a like, I read it. I was, I went to Edinburgh this last, this just gone weekend and read it in one sitting on the train on the way there it was brilliant um it was just like it's just such a chilled read you know it's perfect for like summer reading it's obviously YA but as a 20 year old 28 year old woman after their bloody loved it and if you it would make you feel super nostalgic like imagine right now being 16 years old and about to have six weeks of summer holidays ahead of you with zero responsibility. I cannot actually believe that we used to have six weeks of just openness and Audacity. freedom. I, I know. can't even fathom how I would spend that time now. And no responsibility. Like, oh. no, yes, okay, we had summer jobs. But that was really just so we could play to go to Zanti, you know. Yeah, just pay to get drunk in the park. Oh, yeah. God, those were the days. I feel like I wasted all those six weeks now. <laughs> yeah, same. Then we'll never have that again unless we become teachers. Uh, so any teachers who listen to the pod, because I know there are a few, we salute you. Yeah, make the most of those six weeks, guys. They're going to go fast. <laughs> I'm Glenn's quarter bottle of vodka and crack on in the park. Um, it's So yeah, it's got, real summer romance vibe there's three boys in the story and you're not really sure like which one belly fancies or who fancies her nice i was team conrad for sure he just seemed really like broody and sexy and he was the oldest but i'd also love to now watch the series and see who i'd root for in that (gasps) yeah because the actor might change totally this is it and amazon have just announced that they'll be commissioning series two I think I'm going to read all three books in the series, then watch the TV series. Wow. Oh, I love that for you. Um, What are the other two books called? It's, oh, it's called It's Not Summer Without You. And the third book is called We'll Always Have Summer. So again, Summer summer in the the title. title. You know, she's she's really reaching her target audience with the title. And actually, before we move on, Jess, oh, I need to get this up. Um. Belly, Conrad and Jeremiah play a game of Would You Rather. And I wrote down the question because I wanted to ask you it. Oh, fun. Lauren, I love what you're doing here. (laughs) So this is the question. Would you rather live one perfect day over and over or live your life with no perfect days, just decent ones? Oh, gosh. I think one perfect day over and over. Would you? Because perfect days are always great and it is a perfect day isn't it it's a perfect day and like I'm currently thinking in my head like oh what were some perfect days I've had and I and I'm like yeah I'd actually love that to be my entire life 
for every single day forever and ever and ever do you have to read the same book as part of that perfect day or each day can you like read a different book it's the same book same book like the same first book days. would have to be per- part of the perfect day wouldn't it oh fuck yeah well, no I can't choose just one I don't think oh. you get a choice but mediocre loads of mediocre days yeah so belly's answer which I thought was very deep for a okay. 16 year old was that she would go for decent days because that way she could still hope for one perfect day that's sad just hoping for it mate just choose it as your thing yeah but you wouldn't know would you oh crap that's my phone (laughs) call a text (laughs) um well what are you are you on belly side then is that what you're doing I would because I'd get bored of my perfect day my perfect day would lose its shine Mm. And at least with lots of decent days, nothing goes wrong, but you still get a bit of variety. You get to do something different and yes. you can plan for the future. And but only, right, only for decent things. Uh, it's a yeah. good point. Yeah. So something, something. I guess the perfect about. day would lose its perfection, wouldn't it? It'd lose its it shine. Yeah, it would. Absolutely. I like that. That was good. Thank you, Lauren. You're welcome um here's next i'm gonna choose this book next because it also has summer in the title are you around the it sounds like you're around the love island fire pit i choose i'm (laughs) choosing this boy because (laughs) that is what i'm doing although it's way too hot to be by a fire um yeah because yours all just had summer in the title i'm bringing one with summer in the title and that is um, Every Summer After by Carly Fortune. And if you head over to our grid, you will see that I took the most perfectly lined up picture with the cover ever. So please go and look at that immediately. Thank you. You did. Proud <laughs> of you for that one. Thanks. Okay, so here's the synop. That's oh, actually quite a long one. Should I just give my own one? I'm just looking at the back of the book now. It's really long. I'm going to give my own one because I've already wasted enough time. Con- thinking about this <laughs> basically we got a gal she's called persephone we call her percy she grew up spending her summers at a lake house that her parents bought and her next door neighbors were these two brothers and one of the brothers sam was her age and they were they became the best of friends that first summer and she spent loads of time with their mom and like her Um, Sam's mom is super lovely and they were just in and out of the lake swimming having all these amazing teenager memories and then each they would stay in touch in between the summers and each summer would go back and eventually they fell in love and so that part of the story is across five summers and you see them sort of become closer and closer and get older and older Um, and then yes they do eventually get together and fall in love but we also hear about present day where they are no longer even in contact But um, Percy has to return to the lake to attend Sam's mother's funeral. And at the funeral, she's confronted by all of her past and gets a chance to talk to Sam again. And over the course of that one weekend and of the five years previous, we learn about this, these two people and we think, where are they going to end up? Oh, so a bit of teenage romance again. Oh, and it's just like done so well. And it, even though it's about two teenagers predominantly because yeah. it's also about the past it doesn't really feel like YA sometimes it yeah. does but it also does it like it's not written in that like YA style but also it's still really easy to read and like nice to consume um and it's just like so 
nostalgic and really has all those like fizzy feelings of like having a crush when you're a teenager fizzy feelings isn't oh my that God, exactly I love what that. it is like fizzy yeah. and like oh oh I'm being fizzy yeah. for anyone that can't see zoom <laughs> um and like sitting next to someone who like you know you like there's more than a friend and being like oh my god like I'm sitting next to yeah today. like all of those little things and it's like so nice and then also you're like back in the present day and because of the way it tells and it switches and like you see the relationship slowly build you also don't quite know why they broke up and never spoke again and then that's like a big reveal towards the end of the book and that was done really well I actually sort of stopped guessing at one point because you know I'm such a guesser yeah um but I was just sort of so enjoying spending my time at the lake for the ride I was there for the ride and I was also a bit upset that like my parents never bought a lake house and I didn't spend summers at a lake I know I'm I'm really upset about that too actually yeah even though I know I wouldn't swim in it because dirty and full of fish but and I'm also really upset that I have no friends who (laughs) (laughs) who have holiday houses oh I do have one and it's glorious (laughs) Actually, I've got one and I'm going there in September. But aside from her, I've got more friends with holiday houses and pools. Yeah, yeah. You know? I remember when my... It'll be a new criteria. When my next younger sister went away to uni, I was like, okay, you want to make friends with people from different countries because they're going to take you to their countries. Yes. <laughs> yes. Smart. Yeah, you gotta, you got to always think ahead. Um. So, yeah, I think that is such a gorgeous summary. And it has... I've seen it everywhere now that I've... I think I I read it before I'd seen a lot of reviews and now I'm seeing more and more of it, but still not enough. And it's such a gorgeous cover. So everybody go out and read it. Okay, All right. Yeah. I, yeah. And then check out Jess's picture on the gram as well. Good one. Yeah. Go and do that now if you haven't already. Thanks. Okay. Over okay. to you, Lauren. Next book is one that stylist called The Book of the Summer. And bold claim, bold claim, bold claim. And it's by one of our favorite writers, Paula Bell and it's her debut fiction in case of emergency it is a v summary cover actually yeah Um, like pink and yellow vibes yeah and you might remember listeners we briefly touched on it when we interviewed Paula on the pod Um, we were actually chatting about her non-fiction book stronger but we managed to speak a little bit about this book on that so go and listen to that if you haven't already yeah she teased it a little bit didn't she so this is not for in case emergency, Bell Kumar wakes up in hospital surprised and confused. Surprised to be told she had a near fatal accident outside work and confused as to why her ex boyfriend is now by her side. Bell's HR record still lists her ex as her next of kin, but she can't think of a less appropriate person to nurse her back to health. But who can she turn to in a crisis? Overinvested parents, a sister whose life has turned out perfectly, friends she exchanges dating ways with over cocktails. If this experience has taught Belle anything, it's that she should reconnect with the most important people from her past. But that's going to be easier said than done because Belle has never been good at asking for help. And she's just doing fine on her own, isn't she? Good to know. Mm, and do you know is. what? Stylist weren't wrong. It is a really good book for someone. But aside from the fact that it's quite weighty, so it will take up some like weight in your luggage. Shock. It is really good for the summer I wonder who reads the audiobook I wonder if it's porno oh my god good one it would be a good audiobook it I reckon would. um yeah it definitely would like you'd re- you'd stay engaged you'd be engaged wouldn't yeah. you um and I think porno described as commercial women's fiction which is that genre of like very readable 
Mm, yeah, um, totally agree. And yeah, I I was I was very much enjoying it because of all the like poignant references, but also the throwback to nineties nostalgia. So many of these oh reads are so nostalgic, aren't they, Lauren? Yes, clearly. That is the um, summer vibe. There was a bit where Belle says how holding your birthday party at Pizza Hut when you were 16 with all you can eat pizza in a salad bar was like the height of sophistications in 90s suburbia. And that really spoke to me. The ice cream factory at Pizza Hut. Yeah. It was unlimited refills. Yes. They just nailed it, didn't they? God, I really would love to go. Should we go to one? Should we go and have a Pizza Hut party? I'm so up for that. Can we do it as a party though? Yes. (laughs) Just the two of us are inviting more people. I think we should write some other friends and just do bottomless. We should put a new spin on it. Oh Imagine God. if Pizza Hut did a bottomless brunch. With but they already food. do bottomless buffet and bottomless ice cream factory. That- but with booze. Like imagine getting your bottomless porn star martini with a side order of margarita pizza, salad bar, and a McFlurry ice cream. It's not McFlurry, but you know what I mean. It's the same vibe. I'm same vibe. I'm very willing to just take this into our own hands and maybe get kicked out of one because we're bringing in flasks. Are you in for it? <laughs> I'm so down. Count oh, me in. Oh my god, when are we going to do this? In our okay. summer holiday, we've got so much time. <laughs> we've got six weeks. <laughs> I actually don't, Lauren. My next free weekend with no plans is um, mid October. Oh, that's quite grim. It's, when are we going to record the pod? evenings we need to pick this up yeah offline. this this is an offline conversation <laughs> okay okay back to the book um full of nostalgia and like many books we've already referenced in this episode um there is a there is a love story yes in the book as well it's not the main storyline no and it's not the be all and end all but i liked it and i like the way it weaved in yeah me too and um I really liked it when there are I really like it when there are dating scenes in books because I think they add like I don't know a bit of a lightheartedness and a bit of humor to the story which I think is like so needed that fizziness is so needed for a summer Fizzy read things. you know yeah. and there was actually one quote I wrote it down after Belle comes back from a date but let me find it Oh, here. And she says, she's just come back from a date and she says, I didn't know how to explain it. That moment when something very small and new and fragile enters the world, a spark that could be distinguished in a breath, a something that could be nothing, a thing that you didn't want the particles of reality to sink, to stick to in case it became easier to see and then knock down. I liked that. That was kind of like that fizziness that you just mentioned, right? It's that fizziness. Yeah. I think that's criteria for a summer read. Fizzy. Fizzy. Yeah. <laughs> Fizzy. Like Diet Coke. No, actually full fat Coke. Yeah. Fizziness. No, it's Panda Pop. Oh, yeah. The bright blue Panda yeah, Pop Panda fizziness. Pop. It's called Disco Fizziness. That is what it is. <laughs> are we now going to start rating books by yes. how Panda Poppy they are? I am. Uh, did you have a favourite quote? Did I? Um, yeah, I did. Let me... <laughs> <laughs> I did fold down a few pages. Um, okay, we'll go for this one. Uh, it's just a short one, not like yours. <laughs> Somewhere inside of me, a tiny piece of ice melted and dreamed of becoming a river. Oh, that's nice. I really liked that one too, Isn't actually. That really lovely. You could so picture it. Mm. And I've got a nephew called River, so that's always nice. Yes. Um, so you can see it's a really beautiful book. Then there are parts 
as well where I think it's Belle and there was one part where Belle and her sister are having a deep and meaningful and Belle describes that moment where you're like trying you're having a conversation with someone you want to say something but it's like stuck in your throat and like your throat starts to hurt because you want to say it but you can't say it and she says to her sister like her throat hurts she can't say it and then her sister shares like a trick I think she's learned from therapy or something and she says when that happens you just place your hands over your throat and say it's okay I can let it go and I really liked that oh I want to try that next time that happens yeah 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 Yeah. it's really deep the book as Mm. well Um, a big part of the storyline is Belle's near-death experience and how that like puts her Mm. whole life and all of her relationships into perspectives. And one of the things she starts seeing with a new lens is her career. Um, before the accident, she's this high-flying career woman working in an ad agency. But after the accident, it all just feels bitter and she feels quite disposable. Mm. Um, and at times she feels like the business is diversity. Well, there isn't any. <laughs> yeah. And I don't but she's give- like there. She's their post-token yeah. DNI representative, yeah. isn't she? And I don't want to give anything away, but I, I thought some of the messages that Porna shared through that storyline was so important and sadly not ironic or unbelievable for many companies. And I saw that she recently, um, she was interviewed on Mother Pucker's podcast and, and talked right. talked a lot about being in that space as well and how like her doors were opened for her by other um, Asian or black women. Okay. And like, I love that she was able to write this, like, really easy to read book that was, like, really lighthearted in parts, but also packs that punch that we need. Totally. More yeah, I agree. Because it's, I think it's important to have those serious stories in there as well, because it's real mm. life, isn't it? Yeah. And um, that bit you just mentioned, I th- it's that point in the story where the agency she works for does something offensive, mm. puts something offensive out on Twitter and to rectify it they set up a new agency for black talent but by doing so what bell says is they're essentially othering all non-white businesses and employees and then negating the need for white teams to diversify yeah they're just setting up yeah and it's so for the sake of it and they don't even go about it in the right way and it's yeah yeah. exactly oh we could talk about this all day like we could with Paula's last book (laughs) yeah um it's well worth the read and if you need any more persuasion this big old brand new hardback is only six pounds in Sanos bargain bargain want to hit us with our next reco Jess I do I am gonna round us off with a book that I wanted to pull for a chat in our Love Island podcast episode I love because the way Love Island just keeps coming back into the conversation. It's coming up and I'm not even watching it. Because <laughs> um, I did pull it for a chat. chat. Can I just say, chat. actually, for anybody who is watching Love Island, <laughs> can you please go and follow Ruby Impressions on Instagram? She does impressions of all of the people in the villa. And I kid you not, it's the best account on Instagram (laughs) and she is uh, amazing like it's if you closed your eyes you'd think that you were listening to the characters um people what's her account ruby Ruby impressions Impressions. yeah let's share her on stories actually on the day so you can just go and find her on our stories oh lovely okay great um 
what was I saying? So I pulled this book for a chat. Yes, and, you did. I um, remember. Yep. I, it was when I was in Bath that we talked about and I went to a bookshop and I bought it. Uh, and I'm so glad I did. And I still haven't said the title of it. And it is You Made a Fool of Death with Your Beauty by Akweke Amezi. And I'm going to drop the sun up once more. Mm-hmm. It's quite short and to the point and we like that. It's the opportunity of a lifetime. Faye is about to be given a chance to escape the city's blistering heat for a dream island holiday, poolside cocktails, beach sunsets and elaborate meals. And as the sun goes down on her old life, our heroine also might just be ready to open her heart to someone new. The only problem is she's falling for the one man she absolutely cannot have. And boy, does she. (laughs) What this hasn't said is that um, she is grieving she was actually married oh. and um her husband died I won't say how because they kind of don't reveal it straight away okay. um and so she's been like closed off to relationships and to love for a long time head won't be turned a head will not be turned she's not even entering the villa um however you wouldn't believe that because the first <laughs> chapter is her having sex in a small bathroom at Maxi, <laughs> and it is vivid Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we love it because it's a summer read. Um, but then you learn more about her and she's got this best friend and they are just amazing together. And I love all their conversations. They're just absolutely brilliant. Um, but anyway, she then... Oh, sorry, just not my microphone. Um, she... The guy that she was having sex with in the bathroom, she then meets his friend and his friend is oh. very interested in her and is and invites him to... Sorry, invites her. No, <laughs> invites her to come and stay on this island in his father's huge house. It's very, very wealthy. See, I want to meet more people like that as well. Yeah, but would you go? It's a bit weird. Like she's literally, she has not known him that long, and she's sort of been very upfront. Like, no, I'm not ready for a proper relationship. Um, and these two haven't had sex either. But he's invited her there because there's an art show and she's an artist and he'd like her to come and be part of the art so it's actually amazing she can't really turn down this opportunity because it's for her work uh-huh. she goes there and she finds out that this like the house is incredible and when she goes there she didn't realize before but this guy's dad is a celebrity chef who she's like so obsessed with and loves all his work and like she's quite a foodie she's having the summer of a lifetime lauren she is and then love gets in the way I love it. Yeah. I was about to say, um, sounds kind of similar. My friend once got invited. She met a guy on Hinge and he invited her for, for a weekend away. And they didn't really know each other, which made me think of this when you said, would you go? And I remember having a very stern conversation with mm-hmm. her, telling her to absolutely do not even consider it. But in her case, and I hope she doesn't listen to the pod, <laughs> She, he was, she was like being invited to go on a sheep farm in the middle of Wales somewhere with no Oh, so not even connection. somewhere tropical? Nowhere tropical at all. In Wales, on a sheep farm, in a cabin with no outs- no inside toilet or plumbing. Yeah. It just had thriller written yeah, all over it. Yeah, it's got kidnapping. Yeah, vibes yeah. for sure. Uh, so, I yeah, mean, that's I, I probably ballsy wouldn't. to invite someone to After one somewhere. Day. To invite someone somewhere anyway, but somewhere that doesn't have a toilet or Wi-Fi. Are you joking? You're asking a lot of me. That's a lot of time to get to know each other. It's a yeah. lot of long silences if you don't, if you're not vibing. And you're going to see someone like take a shit outside. And that is just not, 
what you want. Not, not the vibe. That's it's really, really no. not the vibe. You only want to be invited to huge villas in gorgeous tropical places in the mountains with um, celebrity chefs. That's that's the that's the bar. Yeah. yeah. And yep, truly brilliant. So worth pulling for a chat. It's turned my head. Um, and you're I'm coupling, coupling up. up with it at the five. <laughs> <laughs> Will um, stand the test of Casa Amor. Stay tuned. For next I actually episode. feel like it's. I feel like it's so spicy that actually maybe I'm meeting Casa more and I bring it back. Oh, yeah. she's swapping already. I yeah, it. it's a very good book. Um, believe everything you've heard about it. It is full of believe the hype. It's also got a very Instagrammable cover, hasn't it? It does. We love it. Gosh, Reco's galore. I don't even know how long we've been waffling on, and how much of that was talking about Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to Instagram our pizza hut trip. <laughs> Stay tuned. Lift tickets will be available in the bio. And we'll be hosting, hosting a trip there soon. And if you work for Pizza Hut and you fancy sponsoring it, slide into the DMs. Oh, my God. They might not because I talked about bringing a flask. I've really ruined that for <laughs> us. Um, but as always, Lauren's going to put links in the show notes to buy all these books from bookshops so make sure you go Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, then like, subscribe, leave a rating and review. It costs you nothing, but it genuinely means the world to us. And you can always share our podcast with your reading buddy. If they love books, they're going to enjoy this as well. And if you don't already, then follow us on Instagram at BookRecos for, funnily enough, more book recommendations. See you next week. We'll be here.